For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball, a special episode that I spoke about on a podcast a few days ago. I have a special guest, the host of Paint the Black podcast, Matt Stone. Matt, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. All right. So I didn't even know this podcast existed, to be honest, but I saw that you had Blummer on and that's, you know, and then I, I kind of thought about it and I was like, wow, this is about Jason Castro. So I thought, I thought it was cool. So I, I just wanted to listen and I wanted to talk to you and see if you wanted to come on and share a little about it. So let's start with your background. What is yeah, your background and, and how did you get the idea for the podcast? Background. So um, we live out here in California, grew up in the Bay Area, um, grew up playing baseball. And so um, I grew up with Jason Castro and, and Ryan. Um, and, you know, we've we've been close over the years. But, um, you know, since Jason's been playing, obviously he's he's, uh, you know, away from us a lot more. Um you know, we played in high school together. Uh, we played against each other in college. I played at uh, San Jose State University, and uh, he he obviously went to Stanford. Um, much much smarter than me. And um, you know, him and his brother um, are just tremendous athletes. And so, growing up, um, we were always competitive and and just kind of you know just doing fun stuff. And then Jason's career took off, and um, you know, it's it's been a it's been a long go. I think this is his thirteenth season. Um, and just been following him closely ever since. And we've been a part of a ton of, you know, the playoff runs when they first went in 2015 and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, as far as my background with him, you know, just, we, we grew up being friends. Um, and then, you know, his brother's a firefighter. So that's why we call it, you know, a, I don't know if you've seen our Instagram or not, but a cop, a fireman and a, and a ball player walk into a bar, you know, and that's kind of how, um, how we are in our, in our conversations too. We, we're just, you know, we're normal people that, um, have different jobs from everybody else. And, um, and yeah, yeah. Hopefully that answers kind of my background. Yeah. So who, who came up with the idea? Let's do a podcast. <laughs> so, uh, we were, we were joking around when, uh, just before spring training, um, and, you know, last year they, the, the Astros went on a crazy run to the world series and, um, you know, Ryan and I were kind of talking and, um, we just kind of, I think it was in a text message where we shot out like, Hey, is this going to be your last year? And, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's a possibility that this could be Jason's last season. Um, and so I just kind of threw it out there like, Hey, what do you think about, you know, maybe documenting it through a bot, a podcast and, um, you know, seeing, seeing how we could do this to give something back to him. He's given so much to us and, and other people over the years. And, 
Um, I've been so blessed, me and my family, to be a part of some amazing baseball games. And um, when I say be a part of, obviously, be in the stands for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wouldn't, I wouldn't have that opportunity if it wasn't for Jason. And so um, this is kind of our way of telling him thank you and, and documenting the season. What was his reaction when you asked him to do it? Oh, he laughed. but, but, um, but, you know, it was, it was kind of like, we, we laughed and then we're like, well, actually that would be kind of cool. And, um, you know, it's difficult, you know, you know how difficult it is to, to find times to record with people and to, you know, three different schedules for people all the time. And, um, you know, we have guests on every once in a while. And so it's, you know, we're trying to coordinate schedules with them too. So it's been, it's been tough, but, um, you know, it's, it's overall, we've, we've enjoyed it. Yeah. For me, it's tough to schedule things because every two weeks I switch back and forth from nights to days. And so I try to do as much as I can on the weekends. And sometimes you can record something on, you know, record two shows on Sunday and release one on Sunday and one later in the week. Yeah. That's a good idea. There you go. Yeah. I'm taking notes as you're, as you're talking to me, man, you're the, you're the seasoned expert here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I I was going to ask you how hard is it for Castro to find time? An example I'll give you is that I follow a young man that has been on here called Luke Berryhill. His name's Luke Berryhill. And I actually met his parents over in Corpus last weekend And I mean, these guys go to the ballpark at one in the afternoon Mm -hmm. and they're there all day till 11 or so. And one thing that I thought of when you talked about, you know, this is your friend, you're watching your friend play Mm -hmm. and it's different watching someone, you know, play. And so knowing him, when we go watch, it's just different. It's just a different kind of feeling to watch somebody that, you know, personally and also, I was watching his parents because he stayed. He was the only one to do it. And I don't know if it was because his parents were there, but he stayed after the game. Both games we went to to sign autographs for kids. And he put so many smiles on these kids' faces. And I was just watching his parents watch every kid turn around and walk off with a smile on his face. So <laughs> it has to be so cool to be friends with someone in that position. Yeah, it, it's it's really special. I mean, in in you know watching Luke. I mean, um, I, I I know of Luke. I've I've seen him pitch a couple times. And or I'm sorry, he's a, he's a catcher, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and but he didn't he just sing like a national anthem? I, I think that's maybe that's yeah. what his song. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I posted um, that. Yeah. So he sang the uh, national anthem. Got <laughs> three hits, a walk, scored three <laughs> runs. I mean, have a day. It, and it was his birthday. <laughs> even more. I mean, think about the pressure doing that, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but no, to answer your question, I mean, how does Jason find the time first is, is it's tough, honestly. And, and not just for the podcast, but just for everything that he has going on. I mean, think about it, a major league athlete, right. A big leaguer, um, who's been in the game for a very long time. Um, you know, there's a lot of demand for people that want to hang out with him, people that want to talk to him, people that, um, whatever, but there's also the demand of the family. You know, he's got three small kids. We all actually, it's funny, all three of us have kids the same age, pretty much. Um, and it, it's, it's tough, you know, cause when he's home in Houston, he's, he's dad and he's husband and that's, that's his focus. And so we don't, um, we don't want to take any time away from him when he's doing that. So most of our stuff this year is going to be while, while they're on the road, um, just to, 
just to give his wife and his family the time and we're not pulling stuff away. Um, and yeah, to go back to, you know, that last portion there, it's, it's incredibly special. Um, and it, it's difficult, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm, I'm, I'm a big baseball fan. I always have been, um, I've been a, a, a Oakland A's and, and St. Louis Cardinals fan for forever, more so the Cardinals. Um, but you know, when I watch those games, there's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of passion, you know, and, and when they lose a big game, you're upset. You know, when I watch Jason play, it's a different feeling. It's a, um, I'm like always on the edge of my seat. I mean, and, and, you know, there's no joke. He's struggling right now. He's having a tough start to the year, which he'll, he'll turn it around and um, he'll get things going, but it's, it's tough. You know, you sit in the stands and, and uh, you know, people say stuff, you know, we were just in Boston um, and, you know, his average doesn't look that good. And so, you know, people will say something and, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a quiet person, so I'll chirp back and, you know, give him the stats or, you know, not in a disrespectful way, but it's like, Hey, you know, you got to understand like this, that, and the other, and, and understand what situations people are being put in. And, um, it's just a totally different feel. And when you get to the stadium, it's, it's, that's your guy you know, he's, he's my favorite player outside of, you know, I I'm a big Jose Altuve fan. Um, and so, but he's my kid's favorite player. We watch him every single night. I talk to him almost every single day, at least via text. And so, yeah, it, it's very personal and, you know, the biggest highlight for us, I would say is last year in the world series, you know, and, and watching him play, um, you know, uh, get in that bat in, in a world series, I mean, think about that. That's we grew up playing baseball together from little league through college ball. And somebody that I know really well is in the batter's box, taking an at bat in the world series. I mean, that's to me, it doesn't get much better than that. You spoke about him struggling last season. I mean, this season, but last season, I mean, it was like, if you need a big hit, a big Mm -hmm. pinch hit late in the game, He's going to deliver, and hopefully he's do he can it again. get back to that. that that's what we'd like to see because oh yeah, he he did amazing last year. Backup, whatever you want to call him, if that was his job to pinch hit late in the game, he did it perfectly. Yeah, he's 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 clutch. He's clutch in everything that he does, um, not just on the field either. He's an incredible human being. Um, but you know, I have it, he is he's off to a rough start right now. Um, but he's starting to see the ball a lot better. And yeah, I mean, what was it? Game four against Boston, um, uh, against Ivaldi. You know, I mean, that that's a huge hit. If he doesn't, if he doesn't get that hit, the series can go a different way. And you guys are watching the Red Sox in the World Series. Um, and and so uh, last year it was. I mean, I remember talking with Dusty Baker. I ran into Dusty Baker at a Sacramento Kings game um, in the off season. And even Dusty was telling me, um, he's like, yeah, you know, Jason was clutch in these in these situations that I put him in. And, and for the, for the everyday fan understanding too, is that, you know, when you see a guy struggling in the major leagues or you see, you don't see the numbers that you want to see, go back and look at the situations that they're being put in. Cause even Jason this year. Do you, do you uh, see him being a manager someday? You brought up oh, 100%. <laughs> a lot of catchers turn out to be managers. Yeah. I, we were just talking about that. Actually. It's, it's, um, 
it, right now, you know, his focus is, is the game, but you know, when he gets out, he, he'll probably take some type of a front office job. Um, you know, maybe working with some rookies or whatever to start, but I 100% think that he'd be wasting his knowledge if he didn't, if he didn't manage someday. So you asked him some questions in the episode where uh, they were in Boston and uh, you're talking about, you know, prepping for the game, traveling. And uh, also you talked about pitch calm. You mm-hmm. brought that up. That's something that uh, it seemed like Verlander and, and somebody else was using it. And then all of a sudden they, they all started using it, but you brought something up that I didn't realize about, you know, the different languages. And that's why everybody mm-hmm. wasn't using it because yeah. the Astros starting pitchers there, I think JV's the only guy or him and, him and, uh, him and Odorizzi. Yeah, they're the, probably the only two that speak English. Yeah, and that's a tough thing. You know, I mean, that's another factor in, in these games that people don't understand is a, is a language barrier, too. Um, and so, yeah, Pitchcom, I mean, it's it's changing the game. Um, you know, it's uh, I'm not a big fan of technology in the game just because I, I haven't seen much of it, right? Change, change is difficult for people, um, especially for the players. Um, but you know, from what it sounds like, it's, they, they love it. And, uh, and it's, it sounds like it'll be a good thing moving forward for them, but definitely very interesting. It, it really helps the, uh, uh, major league baseball's narrative that of speeding the game up. Yeah. Cause it's, it's really fast. I mean, uh, but anyway, you also spoke to him about the booze, you know, and I've <laughs> had, I've had a player on and they're like, we love it. We, we, yeah. or, or the, I had a uh, Brent Strom on, he goes, they like it. They feed yeah. off of it. It doesn't bother them at all. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, keep booing like Blummer said. Oh, 100%. I, I actually just ordered that shirt too. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it to show up. <laughs> it's real crazy. Like you spoke about Altuve being your favorite player. They put a, yeah. a, a post out on, on Twitter. It was like the, the top five most hated players. Altuve was number two and Carlos Correa was number five. Interesting. There's no reason in the world to not like Jose Altuve at all. I agree. I agree. That's just the craziest thing that has happened. You know, someone said he had a buzzer on because he didn't want to open his shirt. (laughs) And now he's the nicest guy in the world. It's just nuts. He, he really is. And I don't know if you've ever had the chance to actually meet him personally no. and chat with him, but he is, um, you know, I've seen him and talked with him multiple times, either on the field during BP or in the tunnel after the games um, waiting for Jay. And no matter what, he'll always stop and talk to you. First of all, um, he's always high fived my kids and um, taking pictures or whatever. And that, that, that's great. But you know, the, the, the toughest thing is that everybody that I've talked to, um, says that there's no way that he would ever cheat. And I believe that 100%, but it's tough again, right? Like there's no proof. These people don't even have evidence that are saying this stuff. Right. And the hardest part, I'll give you one quick story here is that, you know, we're just in Boston, right? This is what, two weeks ago and he's getting booed and they're calling him a cheater and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I'm like, what in the world? And this guy in front of me is yelling and screaming profanities at him. And I, I just go, Hey, who's your manager? And it was just like, uh, well, that's different. I'm like, no, it's not different, man. Like it's not different at all. (laughs) Not even close. 
it's sad. It's really sad. And that, and, but those are people that, you know, and you got, like, I think Jason said on the last one too, like people are yelling at Brantley and him and a couple yeah. other people to get back their rings. And they're like, we weren't even on the team. We don't even have rings. Yeah, we wish. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, we, we might, we have some AL championship rings, but yeah. Yeah. yeah there's uh, anyway, it like as fans too, I, I don't like it when people on Twitter fight with people about it, like just right. accept it, move on. You know, yeah. they'll eventually they'll move on because the people that argue with us are just ridiculous because they don't they don't boo the other 20 players that play somewhere else. So yeah. it's just ridiculous. Well, but anyway, moving on. <laughs> Let's not talk about this. Have you enjoyed how many episodes you have? Five. We have five. We've got a couple in the hopper here that we're getting going. So, um, yeah. Have you enjoyed it so far? Love it. It's so much fun. Okay, so, so you're the fireman or the cop. I'm, I'm the police officer. Yeah, you're the police officer. Sorry, <laughs> and the fireman. Do you ever do an episode together? Just you two, or do you so, have to? Ha- or do you have to have a guest and Jason? Or it won't be interesting. Can you two guys yeah. hold a show down? <laughs> I'm sure we could, but who <laughs> wants to listen to us? You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, my goodness, it's uh, it's people people like you know uh, their sports, and 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 we do too. I, I don't even know that I'd want to listen to the two of us. <laughs> yeah what, what's cool about y'all having that friend i don't know if y'all do this but y'all can have some sort of thing where people ask questions and you ask questions to jason during the podcast y'all do that you know so we've been uh so these first few episodes have been you know kind of just playing with it and then yeah we have a twitter account um, which is actually how you and I, um, I think, uh, connected. Yeah. And then we have a, a Instagram page as well. And so we're getting some people on there following us and, and Twitter mainly um, where people are just like firing off questions and blowing up our inbox on there, which is great. So I do have those written down and, and we are going to start implementing that. In fact, you know, we have a couple guests coming on. So I think what I'm going to do is, uh, you know, blast something out on Twitter and just say, hey, here's the next guest. You know, what do you guys want to hear? And kind of just, you know, leave it up to the fans if, if they want some stuff, because uh, we do have a, a quite a few Astro, um, a, a pretty decent Houston base of listeners um, that, that do communicate with us. So hopefully uh, we can get some good questions in there. All right. You talked about guests. I know you had Blummer on. Yeah. And he's always a good conversation. What, what did y'all talk about with him? Amazing, man. That guy, he's so cool. And and. The, the way that this podcast started was because, it, like I said, it's, it's, it's something to give back to Jason. And uh, so we had messaged Blummer and, you know, I didn't even think that he would get back to us. And he immediately got back to us and said that he would um, he would jump on the show with us. I'm like, wow, OK. And so it finally worked out to where we could have him. And uh, Ryan and I did the interview and it was it was the coolest conversation. Um, I mean, my gosh, you know, 2005 World Series and top of the you know 14th inning and he's hitting a home run to go ahead and to listen to him tell a story like that oh i wish i had a cigar and a drink and sitting in my backyard by the fire you know just it it felt so cool to sit there and and just hear him relive that experience and um you know that's kind of what i'm looking forward to going forward with this podcast i want i want more of those moments are you using video when you record your podcast are you putting it on youtube or anything yeah, we do. YouTube's, um, you know, abysmal right now because, you know, not many people are searching out podcasts on 
on there unless they already know what it is. So uh, we are doing that. So we, um, you know, uh, we have a paint the black podcast on, on YouTube. Um, but, uh, you know, we, the way that we record it, we do have the video. So it's kind of cool to, for people to see, you know, whoever it is that we're, we're interviewing and, um, right. it just, it's, it's just a fun experience. I had before the season last year, Blummer was on, we had all the guys from TV and the radio and Julia Morales and, you know, the Spanish awesome. guys all in a week. It was like the most epic week ever. <laughs> and as, as soon as Blummer popped up, the first thing I told him, I was like, dude, you are one handsome guy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, he is. I actually, I, uh, I took I a picture not, with him the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I look terrible. Yeah, I, I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm like, dude, you're handsome. You're a good looking dude. He definitely is. <laughs> so what other guests can people look forward to hearing? I think you've got some good ones lined up. Yeah, so we were just talking um, with Jay and it sounds like um, we're definitely going to get Lance McCullers to come on here, um, which I'm really excited about being a former pitcher and um, just kind of seeing where he's at in his rehab process, fun stories with he's had with Jay. Um, I talked to Chaz McCormick out in uh, Boston. He said that he would definitely love to come on, um, Kyle Tucker, um, just to name a few people. And, um, we actually have, uh, Tyson Ross is going to come on. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, he's a, he's a 10 year vet in the majors. We actually grew up with him as well. Um, and so we have, we have, we have stuff lined up. We're just, uh, we're just getting going here. Yeah. I can't get none of those guys on mine, but <laughs> I did, I did have Kyle Tucker on. But it, awesome. it, was, it was back when I was really bad at this. <laughs> but there, I have an interview with four guys, and they were all with Round Rock Express. And it was Tucker, uh, the guy that got traded to Philadelphia, the catcher. Okay. Uh, man, I can't think of his name right um, now. And then uh, Miles Straw. Okay. And, the, and, then, and then the uh, – I can't think of the guy's names. I know I'm going to make everybody mad here, but uh, – Garrett Stubbs, that's it. That's his name. Okay. Catcher. And then Forrest Whitley, the kid that lives here in San Antonio. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they're, they're really, really bad interviews. But to me, it was just the just the excitement and the amazing yeah. time I got to just be in the dugout with them dudes. It was pretty awesome. And uh, so, so put cool. the good word in for me. Any any of these guys you talk to, and hopefully we can get Jason Castro on here and we'll talk to yeah. him a little. Probably we, in the we'll, off season when he has more time. Well, we'll definitely we'll, we'll I know Jay will definitely come on and, and and chat with you guys. That's 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 something that um, you know you guys are doing this for us and, and getting our name out there. And I know that he would love to to pay that back. And 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 we appreciate you uh, letting us come on here and and kind of promote our stuff as well. That's that's very very generous of you. Well, I appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, your background and the story about this podcast. I think it's a really good idea. I don't know if people know more than I do, but I hadn't heard of it until I saw you had Blummer on there. So, yeah, you know, good job with that. But uh, <laughs> looking forward to more episodes. I listened to the first one today, so I'll go back and listen to the others. But check it out, guys. Paint the Black podcast has a picture of home plate, and that's what it means, paint the black. Matt, I appreciate you coming on, buddy. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. All right, guys, we appreciate you uh, listening to this episode, and we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.